0: Good afternoon and welcome to Susan Harmon Experience. She, happy to have you with us today. And I am delighted, if I might say that delight, I am delighted to have the Shamanitas with me today. Um, I have not actually physically met these ladies. I've only interacted via social media, shall we say. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. know, people, people become friends without actually knowing each other. Uh, but uh, I was struck by their music. Uh, a friend of theirs, who's also a friend of a friend of mine—that's how these things work, you know—that's called networking. Uh, played their music for me, and I just thought it was really wonderful. And we're—we are going to play that music when we go to break today, and when we come back to break, so you can hear, uh, you know, hear hear what they the sounds they make. They're, it's really wonderful. And because I myself am a, a work with sound. Uh, it it drew me, and I was fascinated by it. Um, I have friends that call what they do light language. I've never given what I do a name because it didn't seem that it well, the sounds don't translate into English or any other language that exists today anyway. So what difference does it make? what you call it? All right, Shamanitas, welcome to Susan Harmon Experience. Thank you for having us. All right, so we have with us Solse. Alana Starr, and Catherine. So each of you identify yourself, please, because there's three of you and one of me. <laughs> this is Catherine. Hi, Catherine. So, uh, and, and Solse. Solse is here. Hey. Hi, everybody. Hi. And Alana Starr.
1: Yes, ma'am. That's me.
0: All right. So the one thing I looked at you guys' bios, and the one thing I saw you had in common was you're all hypnotherapists. Correct. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So is that how you initially met? Yes, we all
2: went to hypnotherapy school together.
0: Ah, where'd you go to school?
2: It's called the Hypnosis Motivation Institute, College of Hypnotherapy off (laughs) the 101 freeway. (laughs) You can't miss it.
0: (laughs) If you're in LA.
1: Right. If you're off the (laughs) 101.
0: Because you know the station broadcasts out of Seattle. I live in Arizona. I have I even have people in Beijing who listen to the show. so <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, It was like a Harry Potter school. <laughs> that was hot words for us. It's definitely true. That's great. You know, I actually make healing wands, not the, the fancy dancy things they do, but I make them from driftwood or horn or, you know, a bone and and add stones and feathers and things to them. So they're much more earth oriented. But, yeah, Harry Potter's a cool little dude, huh?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. You guys only have the one song right now. I have this this vision of you in the studio, you know, doing this whole album. Is that is that going to happen?
1: Uh, well, yes. yeah, I think something, I feel like she could really sum this up. I was going to say, yes, <laughs> we're doing mm-hmm. lo- we're doing a lot more.
0: Cool.
3: Yes, yeah, Susan, that's definitely mm-hmm. um, in the stars, wow. and just the way how the way this band com- came together just seems like all those things are naturally flowing following out of us we went to school together then um, we graduated a few years ago and remained friends and then it just happened that just like magic we got together started uh, singing and it turned out that we all had the same vision for what we want to do which is sing at healing circles at ceremonies and just make our contribution uh, to where the healing like this goes, and I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, I do. There is a a movement all around the world that wants to make this world a better place. And of course, naturally, we want to... uh, We have a lot of songs we're singing right now. We have a couple of shows in October in L.A. And um, of course, naturally, we want to uh, record more music, put it out there so people can enjoy it, people like you, And um, as a consequence, we would like to uh, travel and perform this uh, more often.
0: That sounds great, and <clears throat> I hope um, that the other ladies won't mind. But I'll still say I've, I was communicating with you via text today, and I just want to say I, I, you know, this is this show is actually going to air on on this Friday, um, the fourth, uh, but we're pre-recording it because of time constraints for all of us. Um, but um, I've been saying prayers for your mom, and if you don't Thank mind, you. I just want to put that out there to our audience, you know, to to hold her in the light. And uh, you know, to see her, and, and I honestly feel Thank she's you. just going to get better and better and better. So, I mean, it was a really strong message, so just know that.
3: Thank you so much. I'll, I'll I really appreciate that, and I'll let her know. I'm sure that she'll be very happy to
0: hear that. Yes, <clears throat> she'll be climbing mountains in no time at all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. So, um back to our show, but I, I honestly believe that you do have to stop what you're doing sometimes and honor that which needs to be honored, you know? Um Nothing is, is stronger or more important to us than our hearts and where our hearts are and how we how we honor one another, and I think that that supersedes everything else that, uh, that we do in life.
2: Absolutely.
1: Susan, I really wanted to add in, this is Alana, I wanted to add in that the importance of combining that with using our gifts for, you know, for the betterment of the world, such as our voices and truly bringing in the frequencies of healing. And because we know how powerful sound and vibration is and rhythm. And so it's just our able, our way to contribute back. And so these songs are often shared from different tribes and uh, that we learn them from all over the place and we bring them together. So they belong to everyone in a sense. And so when you have the ability to sing and soothe and serenade, it's it's really an honor to serve. It yeah. is, so, and every time I get in my ego and I like I think I'm singing it wrong or whatever, I just bring it back. <laughs> it's not about me; it's about others. Um, and luckily, we have some cool guidance from all of us that we combine with each other, and um, it's truly an honor.
0: Well, you know, it's it's it, if you just let go of everything, it just flows out of you anyway. You know what I mean? There's, there's no wrong. There's just different sometimes, and uh, I always kid around and say that I sing in the key of off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I'll tell you a little story. It's very quick, but um, I tone. I call it toning. It's I. I don't know who I did this with over the phone. It was Alana. Yes, Alana. Mm-hmm. It was you. Yeah, my. I just talked to my friend Alana, who's in New Zealand. Uh, last night so we skyped together which was really nice and um i used to uh i've always sung my family told me five generations in so the b- show business that i that i wasn't a good singer and that i could sing in the car driving down the freeway with the windows rolled up you know oh no so- But that never stopped me. I just felt, I like singing, so I'm going to sing, you know. And so I'm standing in the second row at uh, Church of Religious Science. I know they've changed the name since then. And the woman in front of me had won the, somebody needs to quit rattling papers because I can hear you. Somebody in front of me, uh, the woman in front of me had won the Pavarotti Award. And I'm singing away, and at the end of the song, you know, in church, she turns around, and she says, you have an absolutely wonderful voice. And I turn around behind me to see who she's talking to, right? she goes, no, Susan, you. And I went, me? I'm like, yes! I'm justified! (laughs) So, you know, that's, and I tell that story just so don't listen to what people say about you if it isn't positive. Just go ahead and Sing if you feel like singing. Yeah. Everyone can sing. There's just some you're willing to pay to listen to.
2: <laughs> <Too sure. laughs> and, and follow your joy and your passion. And your Absolutely. And I think it'll it'll become a gift to others. And you follow your passion.
0: I totally agree. Um, I I realize that what all all uh, three of you have done is um, incorporate. All these things that you do—reiki and and uh, healing sound and and, and you know uh, all all these different things—you've combined all of those to come together to do this thing that you're that you're doing together. It's a, it's all like little pieces of a puzzle uh, that make you a whole person. And uh, you know, there's all these names. I know I know for a lot of people. See, I'm not certified in anything. I don't care. I don't need it. I know who I am.
1: Hallelujah. I really like that. I really like that. It's Mm -hmm. true. Some ways,
0: some things, of course. Yeah. No, there's some things you really do need. Uh. My daughter is a dental hygienist. You can't just go and play around in someone's mouth. you (laughs) (laughs) You know, and teachers, they should know how to teach. You know what I mean? There's, there's, yeah. But with what I do, um, I had someone said, who did you study under? I went, well, somebody had to be the first. I don't know. I mean, it's just there in me. you know. It's, it's, it's what I do. It's who I am. But... Were, go ahead.
1: So you were talking about light language. I think we got into a different subject, but I was really curious what you are going to say about that.
0: Well, um, a friend of mine here, Cheryl Conway, uh, does light language, and we actually talk to each other in that language. But the understanding of it isn't... Well, we just said, "Hi, how's your day going?" Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's cellular. it It mm-hmm. bypasses the mind. It bypasses all that. it's It's a communication on a completely different level. Does that make sense? Absolutely, because I do it as well. I think we talked about this. Yeah, you and I did talk about it. There's that, you know, we know we're communicating and it feels really good, but I couldn't say, "Oh, well, I just said I, I I like the dress you're wearing. I mean, it's not like that. It's not that mundane, third third dimensional kind of thing. It's multi dimensional. It's out of this dimension. Does that make sense? Mhm.
1: Makes perfect sense. Yeah, we also it, it does make sense. That's why we're able to pick up other languages so well in music. So. You know Sonse speaks Russian and she speaks Spanish pretty well when she sings it and speaks it as far as I can tell, you know. And Julie is our fourth shamanita, who's not here today with us because she I don't know what she's doing, but she can be here. Um, but we all bring a little piece of the puzzle and she's Argentinian. she she teaches us how to pronounce things and we pick it up and it's it's really cool because we sing in seven languages, so Sanskrit, Japanese, Spanish, Portuguese. Felicia. and we also do sanskrit uh, mantras that are Uh passed down you know so pretty cool
0: that is very cool um yes and i want
3: to i want to add that uh yeah you're speaking about uh, the languages and uh, um it's and about the frequency so uh going back to what uh to Icaros is are are the songs that we sing. Uh, those are sacred songs sang in uh, ceremonies in South America. Uh, in ceremonies, that are becoming quite popular around the world. And uh, uh, same as a uh, Sanskrit mantras, besides uh, the the meaning of the words, there is also an energy and the frequency that these songs bring that you can't really explain. It's on a, a vibratory level if I can say that, vibratory. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so they bring a healing energy. You don't have to understand the words. You don't right. even have to know what yeah. they are, but because so many people sang them in sacred ceremonies,
2: mm-hmm.
3: some for thousands of they bring that the healing energy. And uh, for our band, we've been uh, doing this for about a year solid, um, mm-hmm getting together, singing, and these songs have changed for, you know, they've made us better people because they do have this healing quality to them. And uh,
0: as you listen
3: to them, as you sing them, just like the light language, you become extended.
0: You know, there's there's even popular songs that do that with you too. I mean, I always start to tear up when I hear "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina." I mean, there's just something in that that hits my soul. You know,
2: um, one of the reasons that I um, delve deeply into the study of shamanic uh, music is because I I listen to the songs not in ceremony. And I had such spontaneous healing experiences where uh, I just heard the song and I started crying. Um, And then after that, I just felt this, like, peace and joy
0: and happiness. Yes. Yes, it's what it conveys to your soul and your spirit, and it bypasses the mind. I always tell people, get your head out, you know. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) don't don't analyze it. (laughs) Because you know, it just keeps you stuck. It keeps you stuck. You have to get get you have to experience it. I mean, I, I remember years ago in in Seattle I went to see the Dalai Lama. And I was following, I was with uh, three other girlfriends and we got out of the car in the parking lot and all of a sudden I saw this light and I just started following the light. I'd never been in this place before. We had, I mean, we had to go a long ways and I'm just following the light. I'm following the light and I'm going down and we get into the auditorium where it is and I know where I'm supposed to be sitting. I get down there and I'm like, wait a minute, they had it all roped off. I'm like, but I'm supposed to be sitting here. It was roped off for the monks, which I didn't realize. And I sat right behind that, right? Like, oh okay and then (laughs) and then they had an interpreter now the dalai lama i think it having the interpreter for his political speech was a good idea but not for the jenrizi because i'm like stop i just wanted the guy to shut up because it was distracting Mm -hmm. i don't didn't need the words translated i'm getting the information energetically Mm -hmm. you know so it's that kind of thing you know like you're talking about he's giving us something that has nothing to do with the words that that are coming out of his mouth it has to do with the energy that's underneath the words and i think songs are like that you know the the ancient uh the ancient songs they carry something with them and and uh I just saw something recently about sound that was that was really good. um, a guy that was talking and they were talking about, and I'm just blanking on the word that they were using, but that it there's certain sounds that hit this this place in us, and it's ah uh, it's very, very interesting. And I, and I think there's a lot more that needs to be known about sound mm-hmm. and how fascinated every culture, you know, picks up a hollow hollow tree, you know, and bangs on it, puts a skin over it, to, um, you know, puts strings together, to, you know, all these different ways of creating sound.
1: You know, I really think that our ancient history, our ancient past um, knew a lot about sound, frequency, and vibration. I mean, even Nikola Tesla. Totally. And totally. So I think that another thing that's happening is we're actually being reawakened to this divinity within us that includes our the sacredness of everything that we do, which is our voice, the way we are. Like you know, a lot of us are coming online to this healing, and it's. I think it's like um, it's an activation.
0: It is. There's yes. continual activation. activation, activation and ascension. Everybody talks about ascension like it's outside of you, but it's not. <laughs> you know? It's, it's in inside of you.
2: It's in your hearts.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't you think?
2: It's your state of consciousness and living from the heart and seeing through the eyes of compassion.
0: And well, you know, it's it's interesting because the ancient people talked about the mind being in the heart, not in the head. That the head is the computer, so to speak, the way we look at it today. But the heart is where, if you don't, if you're not thinking with your heart, you're missing out. That's true, and anybody can
3: agree with that because everyone experiences this before, even if it, they never hear a sacred song. Like you were saying, they um, everyone had a moment in their lives when they heard a song on the radio and they, their heart just stopped and they, they stopped everything that they were doing and they just felt so present
0: and alive. So, no, I agree. Uh, have any of you seen the movie Yesterday? Mm-hmm. No, Ma, I'll watch it tomorrow. It's real that's funny. It's really it's really good because um this guy has there's a moment where all the electricity all over the planet goes off. And when it comes back on, nobody remembers the Beatles except this one guy. Well, there's a few other people that remember the Beatles, but this guy happens to be a musician. So he starts He's been trying to write his songs. Nobody wants them. Blah blah blah. So he starts singing this song to his friends. Well, here's one. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so. Anyway, they're just entranced. Tears are running down their cheek. They're just, you know, like that's amazing. And he's like, well, you know, No, I we never heard it. You know, they think he wrote this song, and he finds out that I mean, it's it's so beautiful that the music. So. It, one of the things that happens in it is he tries to slip in one of his songs because he's saying he's written these songs and he's he tries to slip in one of the songs he actually wrote and nobody likes it, right? <laughs> <But they laughs> love. And, and what happens then is there's two people that know that he didn't write these songs. They know who the Beatles are and he thinks they're coming because he's taking advantage of, of the Beatles song and they come and say to him and this is what's so beautiful about this movie, we want to thank you. We knew the music. We like the music, but we can't sing it. We can't. We can't perform it. We can't share it with the rest of the world. You're bringing it back for them, and I thought that was so powerful. You know, so powerful to say that some song, some music, just touches you in that place. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I do get that there are there are old songs that uh, you know that that I that I sing that nobody's ever heard before. <laughs> My mother taught me, and you know they they touch they touch you. Just regular quote regular unquote songs, but there's something in them that hits you in a place other than your your ears and your mind, kind of thing. We're not all separate; we're cohesive beings. And we, you know, we're just in this, the body is the vehicle, you know what I mean? To carry us from place to place. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Indeed. And the music is a
3: universal language. Yes. It's a a language that anybody can understand. You can play a great song to uh, someone from a different culture and they will still feel that same beauty inside of their heart that you do. And you can understand each other. Isn't that beautiful? (laughs)
0: I think it makes a a huge difference when you when you really do, uh, you know, feel what other people are feeling, you know. And I think that that's kind of important. Do you feel that um, music is a bridge across cultures? Yes. And have you experienced that in your own lives?
1: Uh, Yes, because I'm very, I'm very involved in the Latin community. And um, so the music definitely helps bridge I feel like learning how to speak the language and the sensuality of the language and the the beauty of the tongue and how the tongue and language works. I think that um, there's something that definitely activates and I think you earn a certain type of respect in a way when you actually take the time to learn another's language and learn their song, it's like, to me, it's like the ultimate flattery, really, that we found you, and like, we were so, it's not like we just want to copy anybody, it's really just because, it it resonates with our heart, and our soul, and I think that's what they're for. I
0: I agree, I
1: don't think that's cultural
0: (laughs) appropriation, I'm (laughs) actually, that term annoys me a lot, because, it's not the misuse, it's not taking something, and misusing it, it's honoring it.
3: Yes, you know what, uh, Susan, you're right because uh, our other fourth chamánita, Julieta, is not here, but um, she is Argentinian and she just went to Peru and traveled to Brazil, and uh, she speaks Spanish and uh, a couple of other languages. She's kind of a genius, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> she's Sorry. saying in, in South America, the uh, na- native people don't even know what cu- cultural appropriation is. Right, they let mean, you wear. Yeah she went there and she wore their outfits and they were actually really happy they were offering, of they were happy to initiate her into their culture just because she expressed the interest. They uh, think it's their mission to share actually their medicine with everyone in the world because it helps everyone and they don't hold it to themselves. And I, I find that very
0: interesting. I find it very honest and very authentic. And I, I that's why I said the phrase just annoys me anyway because it because what it says to me is you want to put up barriers between mm. yourself and other people i don't i'm not into barriers
3: and it, the intention is important too you know yes if, if the intention is to take it with honor and really with a lot of respect and use it as then sharing it is is just the right thing to do
0: Yes it is and I notice all of you are also into and I may maybe speaking here but it felt to me that you're all into not just plant medicine but but this relationship with the earth you know and with the things that grow here uh, that that becomes part of your of your raison d'etre if you will part of who you are as a as a human. Uh
1: I'm going to go ahead and speak on this one because uh, it's truly my passion. It's my purpose here in this life, in this body to embody the divine feminine in a way that's balancing both, both energies. And that really includes understanding plant consciousness and understanding that it is communicating with us and that there is a wisdom of the earth and of the stars and it's celestial. And so are we. And so I feel like we can communicate with each other for this source through these divine things that we do and that we share, that are uplifting, and like truly bringing us back to our divine, our divinity through our, you know, our purity and our innocence, um, you know, because a lot of things that we like sound and vibration they've kind of been distorted here, and especially in California and Los Angeles, and um, so it's nice to like really connect with the with the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom, and incorporate the elements and the directions into the music to really honor the elements and to honor our ancestors who have built everything here before us. And um, so, yeah, I call that Sophia. I'm sure you've heard of Sophia or Sophia.
0: Sophia, see? Yeah, yes.
1: So I'm a Sophianic scholar, a woman, and I, I follow that and truly believe in its teachings. And um, so, yeah, I
2: mean, I'm sure the other girls have something to share about it as well. I think it's uh, more important than ever now to, um, to bring this, music and share it and share about connecting to the earth because uh one of the problems with say the fires in the amazon right now is that yes uh, the mass collective has cut off its connection to spirit and to nature and that's why um those things happen because it's uh the religion is
0: is money and profit over over okay. life, yeah. over life. Yeah, and that's... And and 20% oxygen. of our oxygen comes from the Amazon. I mean, it's the lungs of the planet. And
1: that's the opposite, what we would call, like, you know, there's a, a living life force energy that, you know, it replenishes you, it regenerates you and heals you, and we can tap into that versus just using and taking and not having any appreciation
2: or consciousness. And mm-hmm. not saying thank you, not expressing gratitude. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, it's more important than ever to to sing these songs to put out those frequencies that will create uh, a ripple effect in the mass collective mind.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, you know, water is life. It isn't just an expression. It's it's the truth. And uh, Standing Rock. I don't know if you ladies are familiar uh, with Standing mm-hmm. Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was something very important to me. Uh, my son-in-law is Chippewa from Turtle Mountain in North Dakota. And um, the what the people, the native people in North Dakota have had to deal with, the racism is unbelievable uh, in the Dakotas. Uh, it, it's, you know, they are still operating from the only good engine to dead engine uh, philosophy. And um, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs, and it's not... Well known because, it, you know, both North Dakota and South Dakota are small states. They don't, do you know what I mean? They don't have big populations, and so you don't notice them like you do when something happens in Los Angeles or New York or Chicago or Miami. You know, you you mm-hmm. see those things more because there's more people putting a spotlight on it. Hmm. Well,
3: yes, but, and uh, that's why it's important to talk about it.
0: Yes. For so, you know, honoring, you know, the water, I mean, the fact of the matter is, my, my position is, well, you know, mom can get rid of us anytime she wants, you know. <laughs> you know, it's to our advantage to develop a positive relationship with our Mother Earth. You know? mm-hmm. And actually,
1: through synchronicity, if you can tap into that, see order, so to say, is that in the, it's always, everything's always trying to communicate with us. Right. And we have these synchronicities when we really tap in and go online and connect to something that is an organic structure. Um, I don't know, like I had to really explain it, but I personally have these experiences, and I know a lot of people who do have the experiences. So it tells me that there is a phenomena taking place. and um, and that includes the music and includes the compassion, and it includes these connections to be made. Like everything in its timing has been so, profound and beautiful that I literally sit in awe sometimes just at how divinely guided all this really is Mm -hmm. down to our arguments as a team of girls you know like just our disagreements and the way we help each other through them and really try to listen um it's so important to us like individually
0: and together communication yeah Yeah, and authentic communication and i want to talk more about authentic communication and uh more about uh music and sound and the interaction and how we work together and and just our human interactions along with the bigger interaction societal and all of that but we're going to take a short break uh we're going to listen to a little bit of the shamanistas as we go out to break stay tuned you are listening to susan harmon experience on KKNW. Stay tuned. I'm Gary Mans. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and
2: music, politics, and pop culture.
3: And you never know which celebrity will join us
2: for an interesting conversation. Manson Mitchell is Boomer HQ,
3: Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW.
2: Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Susan Harmon is offering her skills as an intuitive counselor, medium, and energy healer via phone or Skype with her audience at a reduced rate of $40 for the first half hour. Susan listens to your guidance and gives what is needed for you in the present moment. Email susan at susanharmon.com and put I Love the Susan Harmon Hour in the subject line. This is a limited time offer, so set up your appointment by emailing susan at susanharmon.com
3: today. In March 2016, Melinda Rabine received the Right Now Today Humanitarian Award for her work on a film about domestic violence called Asylum, which was also awarded Best Narrative Short at the 2018 Cinema on the Bayou Film Festival. Now she's turned her talents to making a new documentary, Stories of Us, Camp Second Chance. In the process, she embedded herself in the camp, During the snows of winter, spending Christmas there and returning for numerous visits since. Rabine shows the beauty and humanity of the homeless residents and builds a bridge of compassion in this compelling look at the common threads that bind us all. Interested in knowing more? Contact Melinda Rabine. Email melindarabine at gmail.com.
0: No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Susan Harmon Experience on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I have the Shamanistas here with me today. We've been talking about uh, sound and music and the earth and each other and the rising feminine and all the great stuff that's going on and how how we interact with each other. And one of the thoughts that uh, came to me was, you know, I had a friend of mine. I love the man dearly. uh we didn't agree on a lot of things but he was pretty sexy so you know that covers a lot of territory but he he took what we all have been there yeah you know what i'm talking about so he took great pride in the fact that he could compartmentalize things well the 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 shift to me is where i am at i'm a and i can feel that you are also in that place where we, we pull something from over here. We pull something from over there. We pull this from there and we bring it together. We're about putting things together, not, not dividing them up and, and breaking things apart. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that's what part of what we're talking about here. And the sound is the fabric that ties all of that together. Yes.
1: Um, if I can chime in, you're totally right because you know, this, Uh, whatever it is that we're all facing that is less than our true potential, it's almost like it does seek to, you know, disintegrate and to separate and divide. And that's why trauma healing is so important because um, we can separate from ourself and our spirit when we're under trauma and when we don't know how to piece those pieces back together. And so a lot of it has to do with like, you know, your own control over your mind. And you're right, through sound and healing, it definitely has helped keep things back for me and for many of my clients, as well as you know, us in general, I'm
0: sure. And do you feel it's more like coming from within instead of it coming from the outside into you, it's coming from within you out and you connect with people better that way?
1: I think that it's both because sometimes there's people outside of you that activate you to get you to the next level
3: that's but ultimately,
1: ultimately it's an inside job and no one can do the work for you. You have to really want to do that. And it's going to hurt like hell until you realize how you can turn your pain into, you know, your pain into your gain in a sense. And, right, right. and why these things happen to us. So we really, I I don't know. I kind of think about that samsara wheel that we are like, you know, we go through these fires over and over again. It's like we get consumed unless we really can control ourselves and our emotions and our thoughts and but also let go at the same time. There's a lot more to it.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think that it's fantastic the way the UN for the World Day of Peace, uh, you know, uh, last Saturday and uh, uh, having the climate strike and all of this, internationally, all over the planet, um, Mm -hmm. the majority of the people on this planet want to live in harmony with the environment in in which we live not seeing the land as a resource to grab and take this and take that and, and own it, but how do I work in harmony with it? Yes, Susan, and uh, this is
3: something uh, I've i been uh, also following some accounts and watching, and I'm reading this book called Optimistic Environmentalist. And uh, the thing is, is that we are living in a very special time in comparison to the whole history we're very, we're living in a very brief moment where change is possible, and even though the media, the major, the mainstream media tries to portray um, something that is uh, unsurmountable problems and just things that we can't really deal with, it makes us feel powerless. But yes. if you really look out there, the situation is not what it seems. There is a lot good going on. There are a, a lot, lot people who yes. are awake- we can't even comprehend how much awakening is happening and sometimes conflict is needed in order to for something to be awakened that's a force of good and you were talking about communication and whether it's coming from within or without some people say that this reality is an illusion I have a different view I think that this reality is the most spiritual experience you can have from anything from money to food to your relationships with people if you really really tune in it's all a spiritual experience yes. and people in your life affect you you affect them we're all connected and in this band like alana was saying there's we for the four of us have gone through some changes we had conflict, we had, you know, if you put four people together and you try to sing in front of each other, you're gonna get vulnerable. And, and trying to make decisions together and trying to tell each other what to do and what not to do, <laughs> it, it, it brought up a lot of uh, uh, trauma for us. And also there is a deeper thing going on, is that as women, we collectively uh, get jealous. We, It's not, uh, as, I don't know, especially in America, uh, the, the society, the, the community is spread out, you know, people feel like we need to compete in order to survive or in order to make it, everyone is for just themselves. And that's why we have this everything, all the issues. But we work through them, and what became apparent to us is no matter how ugly we think we can get, no matter how big our shadow is, when we are accepted by our community, We start to forgive and forgiveness is very important. I think in all the healing, it's like, yes, we have things that we need to address, but we have to move past that and we have to uh, open our heart and come from love and then we'll get the guidance we need to make the right decisions.
0: I I totally concur. And I know know I'm saying this incorrectly, but the Honopona, do you know from Hawaii? you You got it. Yeah, I I never say it right. Say it again, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ho'oponopono. Yeah, Ho'oponopono. And we yes, actually I'm... sing that song in our band as well. Especially one of the first songs that we learned together. Oh, see, there you go.
0: I, I hit right on it, didn't I? I mean, because it is. It's like, please forgive me, you know. And, and I found that when, I, when, I, when somebody, you know, I wrote a poem once that said, um, I have no buttons, I have no buttons, stop pushing them, <laughs> anyway, you know. so so the, the point being that when something is hitting me, it's something for me to look at, I mean, I've used the example of getting stung by a scorpion one day, I never even saw the little sucker, I mean, it hit me right <laughs> in my thumb, and I mean, I had pain and numbness. Oh, probably eight inches past my wrist from my from the pad in my thumb and I just kept going well you know what there must be something in scorpion venom I really needed and people oh it's going to be two weeks it's going to be at least a week blah 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 and so the next day there was still a little a little uh dead spot in the in my thumb you know a little numbness in in the pad of my thumb and by the following day it was all gone I went thank you you know, thank you for that. So, I mean, it's just like that. It's just like my, my children are definitely great teachers. They make me crazy. Do you know what <laughs> what <I mean? laughs> so, you know, we just had this thing. And I'm like, okay, so I need to step back out of this and see what there is that's going on, what is going on with this person that uh, is in pain. And by looking at it from that perspective, Uh, You know, the next phone call I got was from her, completely not touching on the subject from before. A very loving, very sweet conversation. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't have to rehash everything sometimes. Sometimes you just have to let it go.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we're healing together.
0: Yes, and we're all doing it. And if we do it in a way that comes from a place of, of honor and respect of one another, you know... I mean, you know, people are going to irritate you. I, uh, I'm i very political. And so you can imagine, uh, <laughs> you know, how some of that can uh, affect you when you when you see people doing like seriously, that's where your mind went with that. That's what you thought was a good idea. You know, so it's like, how do I do that? you know outside of my personal sphere how do I do that in the you know in the broader world and and look at that and and one of those things um is to just to respond to people I know it sounds crazy to some people but respond to them by singing I mean I've turned around and and said you know when someone starts doing that I'll just start doing something like all we are saying is give peace chance you know give peace a chance you know <laughs> You know, I can't sing very well, so you know. But I'm just saying that you can just start saying something, and and it and it shifts the energy. <laughs> and you guys sing better than me, for sure, for sure, for sure. Well,
1: that was so, a, that was our first recording that we did of a mantra that's been passed down in Spanish and English and probably other languages. You know, Earth, my body; water, my blood; uh, air, my breath; and fire, my spirit. Um, I brought it to the group in English and Julie brought it in Spanish and together we made a be- beautiful arrangement. So we've done that with, you know, other songs that we've heard and uh, we've kind of made our own mixes to them. And we sing them with sound bowls and they play ukulele and piano. I mean, Sonse and, and uh, Julie bounce back from a lot of them. I mean, Catherine play the bowls and do the chimes sometimes and the shakers and the chapaka leaves. Chapaca leaves. Chapaka.
0: Yeah. And
2: I, drum as well and drum
1: yeah so we yes, you know, have the sound of those instruments and uh, that's a recording but we do have other stuff that eventually we'll be able to share with you
0: I think that would be great I, I'm, I'm a drummer I, I drum uh, as part of my healing work and, and drum and I have a friend Sharon Byerly who has taught drumming all, all over she's uh, a lute from the Aleutian uh, Islands and uh, from the Northwest and she's coming down to uh, Arizona in November uh, to teach a drum making class, and it's all done in ceremony. Everything is done in ceremony with honoring all the you know all the parts and pieces of it, and honoring each other, and you know the sounds. And uh, I think that those kind of things are very important. And the difference when you've made your own drum, you know, with mm-hmm. the assistance of a an authentic drum maker, it just it's huge. You know. Yeah, I mean, you can't really make your own piano, I don't think. But there's other (laughs) instruments that you that you that you can put together. I've made gourds, you know, that uh, really make a great sound. But we, I think everybody does that. Look at little kids; they always pick up. They pick up stones. They love stones naturally. It's just a natural thing to pick up stones, (laughs) and they also like making sound. What little kid does? What?
3: Sticks and stones,
0: yeah, yeah exactly, and uh, but they're good. Sticks and stones are fun. <laughs> so, is there anything that uh, that you could think of, each one of you, that you'd really like to make sure that we get out to the audience?
1: Um, <laughs> I, I guess just you know our information, how to find us. For that sure. uh,
0: I knew there was something I forget was forgetting. Yeah. That's an important one. Is there one um, site or one website for all of you, and then your individual ones? How do you do this? So
1: we have an Instagram and a Facebook account. Our Facebook's uh, very new, so that I'm not sure. I'd love followers for it, but so we have a Facebook, and it's just oh. Shamanitas.
0: Shamanitas. That's pretty easy, Shamanitas. Yeah,
1: and then we also have a SoundCloud, and we have individual accounts. Uh, Catherine and I have an office in North Hollywood where we do, she does Reiki sound healing and hypnotherapy. And I do hypnotherapy and energy healing and readings. So um, it's called the Oracle Healing Space. And yeah. What's the, I
0: mean, wait, what's the name of it again? No, it's so in it's Hollywood, Hollywood,
1: folks. North Hollywood, the Oracle Healing Space. We serve okay. basically all of Los Angeles. People can come here. Um, and yeah, I mean, we just want to share our healing work as our cont- contribution and it's also our work in life. So course the support and um you know just letting the word out there that we do these things for community.
0: It's it's wonderful. And what's your IG account, your Instagram account? Instagram is Shamanitas. See? Easy Shamanitas. All you have to do is remember that. And you can find more information on you, all four of you, at, at uh the on the Facebook page too, I'm assuming.
1: Right. And we do have an email too. You can always email us and they can share that because I think she knows what that is.
0: What is it on? Sulse?
3: Uh yes, the, the Instagram? No our email. No the email. Oh it's a uh, shamanitas music at gmail.com. That was easy.
0: Shamanitasmusic at gmail.com. That's yes. pretty easy.
3: But if you yeah. find us on Instagram you can just reach out and um, also soundcloud.com forward slash shamanitas. Is where our music is and we'll
0: be posting more songs yes i think that that's when people can download your music can they go to uh, youtube and find you not yet but we're
3: working on it
0: okay that's real easy i would love to be able to uh you know come out to la there and and record you guys on <laughs> that my
3: great.
0: youtube channel i think it <laughs> would
1: we'll be a a We we'll do a whole set for you we have an actual whole meditation set with music and sound that we could do for you specifically. It'd be fun.
0: It would be great. I'm only like five to six hours away, so it's not very far. You know, it's, you know, half a day's drive. So it's not a big deal.
3: Susan, please, we'll do a workshop together. There are many
0: possibilities. Yes. Yes! (laughs) It'll be fun. All right. Everybody that's listening in the Los Angeles area, Susan is going to work with the shamanistas. (laughs) Woo-hoo. It'll be a lot of fun. So, yeah, so there's a lot of ways of finding you. And if all else fails, just email me, Susan at SusanHarman.com, and I'll put you in touch with them. So there's, you know, there's a multiple ways that you can find them, and if you're in the Los Angeles area, I mean, they don't just do hypnotherapy, which they all do, but there's there's the other modalities. I know working with sound, you know, working with uh, energy move movement. I mean, all of this, and I think once you really start being an authentic healer, you're not tied down to any one modality. You take whatever's needed. Correct.
1: Yes, when I when I have the session, I kind of I used to have anxiety because like I am also a psychic, so and I do readings, so like this part of me that's supposed to just listen, and then part of me from my training in hypnotherapy, and part of me wants to just kind of like, well, my my guide is telling, me, like I'm being told this right now, right. so I include both. Like sometimes I'll start with just like you know letting them cognitive talk, and then pulling out my cards, and then I incorporate all the stuff, the energy from the cards into the session with the hypnotherapy. And you know, we also do past lives and you know, whatever someone's just trying to get off, they wanna look at their soul, they wanna look deeper at soul retrieval or right. whatever it is confidence, yeah. boosting, relaxation. I mean, it's good for it all. Whatever you wanna do, it's behavior modification. And
0: see, I think that's the only way—the only way to fly, really. I know uh, somebody in my daughter's um, uh, dental office said, "Well, what exactly does your mom do?" She says, "It's kind of hard to say what she does, you know, <laughs> because she does whatever it is the person needs at that time." Mm-hmm. And I think that's if the the really authentic healers do that. What what do you need at this time? Right and then you listen to their guides to talk to you and tell you okay this is what they need you know and you follow that you don't you don't you don't try to fit people into this little box that you have
1: i feel so nice hearing that it feels really nice
0: Yeah, but it's real, isn't it? And I think that the most important thing any of us can do is to continue to be authentic. And, you know, when you hear a lot of blah, 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 you can say, well, that's very nice. But this is kind of my perception of it. And it's amazing how people will shift and allow themselves to to be real also. When they see you being real, it gives them permission to be authentic. Yes. All right, so I we are just about out of time. We've got about two minutes left. Uh, I've given you guys uh, the information on how to get hold of the shamanistas, uh, Catherine. Uh, it was a delight. You kind of got talked over a little bit more, but the other two girls are talkers, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. See, every group has has everybody has their thing in it, and uh, So say uh, keeping your mom. Definitely in the prayers. Thank you. And and Alana Starr, I think you and I have a really strong connection. I felt that when we spoke on the phone before. There's there's something there. I think that's why I was so excited to talk. Yeah. (laughs) I feel it too. And I don't normally do that where I start toning on someone over the phone that I don't even, I just like, uh, but it felt like the right thing to do. And I think that that's the, one of the lessons here. You ladies are doing what feels right to you. And that's authentic and it's real and it's true. And that is exactly what people need to hear. So they are allowing themselves to be that authentic human being
1: amazing. I think you were the boost I needed because I've been kind of having some, you know, fears about just sharing it. You know, it's like just ego stuff, you know. So thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't let that get in your way because you, my dear, are an amazing human being. I am an amazing human being. And every single person listening to us is an amazing human being. And my friends, there is one thing I'd like to say before we go. And that is to never forget to keep on dancing.